This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. We're certainly not dumb, Bulldore. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to go and read more about Harry Potter. <laughs> Just... God, you've got a long bottom. <laughs> this uh, quiz was a bit of a riddle. <gasps> drop the mic. Don't drop the mic. It's expensive. It's your brother's mic. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the British English Podcast, the show that helps you improve your British English and get more familiar with British culture. Now, a big part of our culture is to actually be aware that many of the citizens on the British Isles are indeed muggles. The rest of us are witches and wizards, and all went to the same school, which of course was Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. So when I found out that a friend I have made in Australia is also a member of the Hogwarts alumni, I wanted to do an episode with him on it. If you've not immersed yourself in the world of Harry Potter, then I'd say you're missing out big time. But you probably won't want to listen to this episode until you have become acquainted with Hagrid, for example. If anything, though, I'm jealous. Jealous that you can experience Harry Potter for the first time ever. Unbelievable. So go consume the huge franchise that is Harry Potter and then come back and you can test how much you have absorbed because I will be going through some Harry Potter quizzes with my old school friend from Hogwarts to see how much we remember of our time there. So either pack your trunk and head off to King's Cross and listen to another episode on your train journey or get your wands at the ready to answer the questions I'm about to provide you as a Harry Potter enthusiast. Enjoy! Before you begin, I'd like to let you know that we now have an official app released for the British English podcast. You can now listen to this podcast on the new app and get all of the learning resources along with it. And for those of you who are just listening on your favourite podcast app, then I've got a present for you. Download the app, sign up to the course called Free Podcast Worksheets and you will find every single episode available for you to listen to along with the free worksheet for that episode. A huge resource right there waiting for you to enjoy. So go download it right now at your app store, either by typing in BEP, BEP, or the British English Podcast. Links are also in the show notes. Enjoy this episode. Cheers, Ben. Cheers. Oh, shit, I already opened mine. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> Cheers. Uh, Cheers. What could we say? Wingardium Leviosa. Wingardium Leviosa. You've got dirt on your nose. <laughs> right you, there. Did you know that? Did you know? Did you know? I suppose we're having a can of butter beer, aren't we? Um, I'm having a Fresh Track Spruinker. 
Come on, we're doing Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I'm having a butterbeer. Butterbeer. Down in Hogsmeade. In Hogsmeade, yeah, there you go. The fire is roaring, and we're sitting huddled in a nice wooden corner of Hogsmeade pub, the Hogshead. And I've got the invisible blanket on my lap right now, just hiding my genitals. You're wearing the invisibility cloak over your genitals while you sit in the corner and look at all the women. Just to put some context into that, it's a bit cold in Sydney at the moment, so I've got a blanket over my lap. But I sound even worse, actually, admitting that, because it's pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. I've got it here just for acoustic treatment. That's, that's the reason. Yeah. You know what? I think that we had set up a nice little idea in their mind that we were sitting in the pub in Hogsmeade, um, <laughs> the Hogshead. So let me start it again. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to our spot for this evening. We're sitting in the back of the Hogshead in Hogsmeade, just outside of Hogwarts. It's winter and it's snowing outside. And uh, Charlie and I are sitting by the raging fire, having a butterbeer. To our right are a giggling group of Ravenclaw girls. And to our left are a bunch of uh, Hufflepuffs. (laughs) Hufflepuffs. Hufflepuffs. It's the butterbeer, I swear. (laughs) Very good. Very good. Well, that leads us on to the first question. So we've got a three-parter for us. The first round is progressively getting harder. It's a general quiz about Harry Potter. And each question gets harder and harder. So the first one will be nice and easy. Then part two, we're going to do how well do you know the first Harry Potter book? I think I'm, I'm more, uh, more um, up to date on the movies these days. Oh. I think I read that Harry Potter book, the first one, when I was about, I don't know, nine or maybe younger. I remember sitting in the library in primary school and I must have been very young because I don't know what year, what year did it come out? In 1995. 1998. I thought I was the age that it it came out. Let's find out for you. Harry Potter first book release. Because I thought I remembered it coming out when I was in primary school and we are almost the same age. 98. 98. I was right. You said 95. And then I changed it to 98. (laughs) And I've got proof. You know how I got proof? Because we're recording this. No, I deleted that bit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the listeners will never hear that bit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll be focusing on the first book of Harry Potter. So you'll show your weakness for being a a movie lover. And then the next one, part three, is a quiz exclusively about the night bus. Oh, that's pretty specific. Very, very. Okay, first one, part one. Which of these is not a Hogwarts house? Very easy. Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, Thunderbird, or Gryffindor? <laughs> <laughs> the Thunderbirds. They're, the, uh, they're those weird little claymation toy things that they film. Remember the Thunderbirds? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I had quite a few toys of the Thunderbirds. Yeah, and I think that's what they base Team America World Police on, isn't it? I didn't know that. Well, I'm making an assumption because it was sort of, they all look like the Thunderbirds and the way the show used to be. I don't know. It's some whack thing from the 70s or 60s or something anyway. But yes, I will go with C, Thunderbirds. Very good. You are, dun dun dun, correct. Can we do this like a who wants to be a millionaire thing? Maybe. I don't have a million to give to you. No, you only need 15. <laughs> million. Oh, you mean, oh, I see. You don't have a million questions. Yes, no. I, no, I no, no, I meant pounds. Just or... give me a million cents. <laughs> I don't know what that is in dollars, but we'll work it out. I'll give you a million. How much um, is a million cents? Oh, we should think of the currency in Harry Potter. Gold uh, bullion. No. 
<laughs> what was that? I don't know. Isn't it? Um, oh, God. I'm already. Uh, that's such a. It's such an easy one. Is it just gold wing, coins? Wing, no, there's wing nuts. Oh, nuts and sickles. Sickles and wing nuts. And golden galleons. Galleons, that's it. Bronze nuts, silver sickles, and golden galleons. Okay. So, second one. What's Harry's middle name? James. Very good. Didn't even need the options. Third one. Actually, I feel like I want to quiz. I'll quiz us together. I was just going to say yeah. that I know that because James, nothing to do with the books, but James is what I would call my son. And I think I'd call my, or something, maybe something a bit more Aussie like Jack or... Or Remus. Harry. No, uh, yeah, or Remus or um, uh, what's the Griffin's name? The Griffin? What Griffin? You know, the thing he rides in number three. Oh, the um... <laughs> Griffin. I mean, the, and it cuts his head. They almost cut it. it cut, Buckbeak. They, Buckbeak, yeah, yeah. And they cut his head off and they use the time turner to go back and. Yeah. Sorry if you haven't read the book. <laughs> yeah, spoiler. Yeah. 13 years ago, or however many. Which Weasley dies during the Battle of Hogwarts? Okay, it's one of the twins and I think it's Fred. I'm going to counter that because I. Oh! No, yeah, you're right. You're right. I was thinking that one of them got a, a bloody ear, but that was earlier on in the series, wasn't it? That and he was, said, look, I'm holy. Yeah, that was George, I think. And that was when they were first escaping the Dementors at the start of the Deathly Hallows. Is it? No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Deathly yeah. Hallows, where they do that sort of fly through the London sky. and um, Oh, that's the Order of the Phoenix, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, yeah. They're going to... Sirius Black's house. No, maybe you're right. It's the year after. I think it's the last. For the start of the, maybe the start of number six. (laughs) Let's stick to the questions. Okay. (laughs) So George Weasley, Arthur Weasley, Fred Weasley, or Charlie Weasley. Didn't really need to say the surnames then. (laughs) Uh, Um, You're going with George or Fred? There's no Fred in the options there, is there? Yeah, George, Arthur, Fred, or Charlie? Oh, Fred. Fred? Very good. Very good. You're right. You're right. I might have got that wrong. Who anonymously sends Harry his father's invisibility cloak on Christmas? Dumbledore. Yeah, that's easy. That's easy. Albus Dumbledore. What class does Professor McGonagall teach? Transfiguration. Very good. I would have also got that, but I didn't give you the option, so I'm impressed. I wish I'd prepared a quiz for you. Well, maybe round two, you can ask the questions. I'll use my phone and I'll find some things out. Sounds good. What is the animal symbol of Ravenclaw? Raven, crow, vulture, or eagle? I'm going to have to go. Do you want to phone a friend? (laughs) I don't think they have phones in Harry Potter or the pub that we're in right now. I'm sorry for removing my invisibility cloak over my genitals, but it's very hot. Next to this fireplace. Yeah. The crackling fire. It's uh, scorching my underpants. And um, they don't use phones where we are. They do that little thing where they talk to each other through the fireplace. Yeah. Like serious Black. Yeah. That was one of the most disappointing moments in that film, his head being, you know, shown through the graphic. Yeah, the graphics in that were shocking. But I will say that that third movie is by far the best movie of the whole lot. Wow. Okay, we've gone there. Look, the first two had a lot of merit. They were, uh, you know, they introduced us to the world. They were bright and happy. But there's just something about the style, the music, the way that they 
slowly took you through Hogwarts and just allowed you to watch it and allowed Hogwarts to breathe. And yeah, it was just, it was good. I think it was enjoyable. And then after that, it kind of changed, didn't it? Yeah, it changed the overall tone. I mean, that was a deliberate change. So they'd had the first two movies, which were quite kiddy. And then as Harry and the gang get older, the books get darker. They had to change the style of the movies to match that. I mean, the first movies, the Harry Potter logo at the beginning is gold. And then in the third, it turns to silver and everything's more muted and dull colors and darker. And the themes are a lot darker, of course. And it was a good, it was a good shift. It was a needed shift. They sort of had to swing the pendulum very far in the other direction to sort of bring it back to a a center. I noticed that. I was a bit more scared when I saw the fourth and the fifth. The music in it's amazing though. Yes. I listen to those Harry Potter ambience things while I'm working. I've done that before. I haven't done it in a while, but yeah, I can see why you do that. And I find that the tracks that I like the most, I go, oh, what is that? And then I look on the track listing and it's usually from number three. Oh, okay, okay. So you I'm bloody go with, love yeah, number three. Anyway, I'm going to go with Raven. Raven, okay. That is the logical request. <gasps> it's wrong! Is it crow? It's not a crow. Raven, crow, vulture or eagle? We got mugged off there. But it's a raven. It's an eagle. No way. Just verifying the facts. No way. The eagle. Get out of here. Okay. Well, there you go. I thought that's what you get when you think you're getting something really easily. Yeah. There's a trick question in there every now and again. The eagle is a symbol of strength, immortality, and closely linked to gods Zeus and Odin. Odin, yeah. Odin. That's the name. All right. Don't know much about him, but it's the name. Well, that was... Ah, so we got it wrong, so we can't get any further. We can retry the last question. Okay, eagle, we cheat. How many Horcruxes did Voldemort create intentionally? He created seven intentionally and Harry was the unintentional eighth. Yeah, I would go with that. I always used to try to calculate how many there were and I would always forget one of them and I'd get really annoyed with myself. It's either six and Harry was the seventh or it was seven and Harry was the eighth. So he was obsessed with the number seven. Yeah, I think we'd go with seven. Let me see if I can remember. It's the Diadem of Ravenclaw. There was the ring, ring, which Dumbledore died from the curse of that. There was a goblet, Hufflepuff's goblet. (laughs) You don't know how to say that word, do you? Hufflepuff? (laughs) (laughs) Hufflepuffs. Hufflepuff. So and there was the, the snake. The snake, uh, Nagini, and then uh, what else was there? There was the, what did they kill the sword with? Oh, there was Tom Riddle's diary. Tom Riddle's diary, number five. Five. The necklace. There was a neck diadem, yeah. No, 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 no the diadem is that. Yeah, and then there was I'm some, pointing to my head. Yeah, uh, the necklace. The necklace. See, I've already lost count. This is exactly what I do every time. Is that six or seven? Six. And then I'm going to go with, I can't remember what the other one was. I'm going to go with, oh God, (laughs) I'm going to go with seven and Harry being the unintentional eighth. Okay. So intentionally seven. Yes. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It's six, isn't it? It's six. Damn it. Uh, We did, we even just added up ourselves. Why didn't I go with that? Yeah, 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 we got it. We, we got literally it. Literally, he just did it. And then I just went against what we did. That doesn't yeah, there's a lesson for you guys. Trust your gut or your fingers.
I'd like to remind you that if you are listening to this message, then you are not taking full advantage of the British English podcast, as we have the Academy, which is where I pour my blood, sweat and tears into every single episode. I go into further detail, giving you more content to enjoy and then deliver manually edited transcripts, video explanations of the advanced expressions used in the episode, pronunciation practice, quizzes, assignments, flashcards, glossaries for all the definitions, etc, etc. So if you wanted to come away using the advanced language I'm exposing you to in each episode with confidence, then I highly recommend you join the Academy. To do that, you can head over to the British English Podcast com and you'll even be able to get a sample of the academy completely free let me just uh take a little aside here i'm looking out the window of the uh the hogshead and it's snowing outside oh it's gorgeous but malfoy just ran past and i'm gonna kick him and he just threw a snowball at me outside and it, it hit the window though when I was outside, he got it uh, and it went in my ear hole. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said hole. I don't know why. It went down into my ear hole. Anyway, it's good in here. I might. What are you going to order for dinner? You know what? I don't really know what they eat apart from, you know, turkey and pumpkin and stuff. Yeah. Well, I'll just get a uh, some sort of stew or something, I think. Yeah, I suppose a stew. Hagrid might be coming in in a bit. He said he was coming for five pints, no, five gallons. Five gallons. Five buckets of mead. And then he's going to take us into the woods. <laughs> that sounds dirty. No, he that's, said, that's, well, I don't know what he's going to do. That's book eight. He said we're going on an adventure. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell your parents. And I said, do I need to bring you anything? And he said, no, don't even bring your pants. But in in British English, that's that's not so, I mean, that's terrible. Oh. That's terrible. Just go commando. <laughs> said it's perfect thong weather in the in the forest in, in hogsmeade okay what children's book contains the story of the deathly hallows you get extra points if i don't tell you i would get this because i've just read it oh did you really the deathly hallows i mean there's um, all four options but i know which one it is beetle bards oh very good tales for children or something Nailed it. The Tales of Beedle the Bard. Yes, there we go. Very good. Very good. I'm impressed. Hey, that's not bad, eh? That's that's, that. I want to tell everyone listening to this, I did not have time to do any Harry Potter research before I came on here, so I'm just using my noggin. Good noun. Noggin means head. Can you remind me what is a noun again? I know this is terrible. Are you tricking me or are you being serious? I mean, if I wasn't teaching English. Let me see if I got this right. Okay. Adjective, obviously, is a describing word. Mm-hmm. A noun is like... You've got to speed this up because the audience is embarrassed by you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? We'll just can it there. No, no, go on, go on. A noun is something, is like a description of something. It is a name A noun of, is a thing. A thing, yeah. Like a, yeah, sorry, a table, a, a, a name laptop, a, a map. Yeah. And a proper noun is a person's name. Mm-hmm. And then a verb is uh, an action word. A doing thing. And then that's it. Yeah. Adverb is uh, the way you're doing it so quickly. Very good. Very good. Okay, good. Nice. We've all learned something today or reminded ourselves of something. What kind of magical creature is Aragog? It is a gigantic spider. Very good. Although we've got Urkling, Mackled Malaclaw, Acromantula, 
or a kappa? Oh, it's an acromantula. Mm. Yeah, I suppose they're mythical names. What name does Buckbeak take? Was it acromantula? It was. Sorry, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. What name does Buckbeak take after avoiding execution? Oh. Oh, they give Buckbeak a new name. Wow, that is next level. We've reached the next level, haven't we? Are there options? Yeah. Flutter Feather, Swift Hoof, Feather Tail. Swift Hoof. Hoof. <laughs> Wither Wings. Swift Hoof. So he's Swift Hoof. Swift? Swift Hoof. Swift Hoof. Yeah. No, Hoof. 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 What did I say? Hoof. Did I? You literally I just corrected That's me and said Hoof. I did that out as well. It's Swift Hoof. No, it's Hoof. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> All right, one more time. Swift hoof. Okay, I'm going to go with swift hoof. It's not. I thought it was wither wings, and it is. Um, oh, so yeah, really? Yeah, wither wings. Wither wings. That sounds like a margarine brand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. When is Neville's birthday? July 27th, 28th, 29th, or 30th? Well, I know that Neville was the possible other, the other chosen one. Because he was born at the same time as Harry. Yeah, the cowardly other one. I don't know, 20... I can't remember. 27th? I would put my house... Is that a phrase? Yeah. Put my house on yeah, something? Yeah. I would put my house on it being July 28th. Okay, I'll go 27th. It's neither. I'm homeless. It's uh, <laughs> July 30th. Bloody Neville. What is Voldemort's mother's name? Marvola, Morphin, Merope... Or Morrigan. Morrigan. Um, okay. I know this. Marvolo Gaunt is not Voldemort's oh. mother. Oh, I was going to say it was her. Marvolo Gaunt. Was that the sister? Lord Voldemort was Tom Riddle. Marvolo Gaunt was... What are the other options? Say them again. Yeah, I said them quickly. Morphin, Merope, or Morrigan. Okay, I, only because I can't. I haven't heard the other ones. I'm just going to have to go with Marvolo, but I think that's wrong. I think it's right, and it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meropi. Meropi. Oh. Am I saying it wrong? M-E-R-O-P-E? I've never heard of it in my life. Meropi. I guess she wasn't in the films then. <laughs> she was in the books. Past Meropi. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meropi. Can, can you pass Meropi? She's falling off a cliff. Like, quick, pass Meropi. <laughs> what, the rope or her? She wants her Meropi. Give me Meropi. <laughs> yeah, pass Meropi. <laughs> pass myself for me. Do you think she's good at abseiling? Yeah, yeah obviously. Because she's always got her ropey. She's a piece of rope. <laughs> <laughs> what does Neville break at his first flying lesson? His arm. His wrist, foot, collarbone, or remembral? Wrist. Because uh, Madam Hooch comes over and goes... Oh dear, it's a broken wrist. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, I think that is correct. The rememberal, the rememberal yes. was what Harry flew up and mm -hmm. caught. Yes, that's right. And that's what led him to be the Quidditch hero that he is. Yes. He uh he shot past and he shot past McGonagall's window as she was working at her desk in one of the high towers. And uh, she saw him catch the rememberal like he would catch a, a snitch, I suppose. Yeah. So she recommended him to be the youngest seeker in a hundred years or something. Very good. Very good. Yes. Perfect factual comment there. Perfectly correct. Yeah. 
Okay, wrist. We're going with wrist. And it was the wrist. Very good. What family does Winky, the house elf, work for before working at Hogwarts? Oh, that's easy. Yes, very easy. Winky? Oh, wait. Yes, we're tricked again. Winky, not Dobby. Winky. Winky. I know. Hang on. Winky, 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 Winky. Oh, yeah. You're giving me a nice little Winky there. I've got the options. Do you want them? Yes. Crouch, Malfoy, Lestrange, or Diggory? Say so Crouch. Crouch. So Winky, so I remember, obviously, Dobby, and then the one at Sirius Black's was... Was, uh, was um, oh, God, the creature. Creature. Creature, yeah. Creature. And Winky, when did Winky get in, into the whole Winky. story? I have a feeling, what were the options of the families again? Crouch, Malfoy, Lestrange, Diggory. I think that it can't be Lestrange because Lestrange family, Bellatrix is part of that house. And I think that's Creature. He belongs to the Lestranges. Is that right? The Blacks. Oh, the Blacks. Yeah. They, They were cousins. Winky. I think it might be the Crouch, Barty Crouch. Oh. Oh, yes. So this was on when... um. What's his name? The guy was in the chest. I think Winky was... Yeah, but his son was the... Barty Crouch Jr., yeah. Yeah. And I think, didn't the the house elf give testimony or something? I remember at the beginning where... Yeah, I think you're right. Let's go with the Crouches. Yeah, okay. And we're right. Yes. Nice work. Come on, that was good. Very nice. Good form. Good form. Good form. Leading on to the next question. What form does Hermione's Boggart take? I'm not going to look at the options yet. That's the thing that scares you. Oh, it, it I remember. Displays your, I remember. It displays your ultimate fear. Yes. And it was a B, wasn't it? Like homework being graded as like not an A star or something. I'm going to look at the list. I don't think so. Professor McGonagall telling her she failed. Oh, is that right? I think that's right. The other ones are Lord Voldemort, a giant snake, her parents dead because of her. No, definitely being told, yeah, being told that it's uh, a failed grade. It's like when she smells that love potion and everyone smells something different that they love and she says she can smell fresh cut grass and fresh parchment. Oh, does she? I remember the grass. I don't remember the parchment. Ah, there we go. Okay, yeah, we were right. We were right. So um, what spell do James and Lily use to hide themselves and Harry? Informus spell, memory charm, invisibility charm, Fidelius charm. Fidelius. Fidelius. Now, I think Fidelius is the memory charm. What? So they're trying to trick us by saying memory charm. So James and Lily used to hide themselves in Harry. Okay. So this is um, serious magic. Well, I don't think they're, you know what? I don't so they think they go it into would be, hiding. Yeah. I think invisibility charm might be a trick. She doesn't do that. She calls them actual, like, names, right? Like, she doesn't say invisibility charm. She'll say something like Fidelius charm. Or informus spell. Informus. That would be something. Yeah, exactly. So if you were wanting to get information out of someone to tell you the truth, she would call it an informus spell, for example, because it's to do with informing you and information or something. Mm. So uh, let's go with Fidelis because it is, I think, Latin for fidelity as its root word. What does fidelity mean? Yeah, I was just Googling that. So fidelity meaning faithfulness to a person, cause or belief, um, or the degree of exactness with which something is copied or reproduced. Okay. Mm, not sure. Okay, we're going to go with Fidelius. I'm going to go with Fidelius. I think let's go with Fidelius. You are right. Okay. Good call. Good call. Okay. 
Who replaces the fat lady after Sirius Black attacks her? Who replaces the fat lady? Oh, yeah. Other options there? Gifford Abbott, Brutus Scrimjaw, Sir Cadogan, and Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Hmm. I'm going to go Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. I like saying that. How do you say it? Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Go on, give it a go in British <clears throat> English. Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Pretty good. Pretty good. Can you now say it in a Scouse accent? Nicholas Demsey Porpington. Very good. You got any others in you, Scottish? Nicholas Demsey Porpington. Yeah, I'll accept that. Yeah. Let me say this. There's two types of posh that I understand in England, right? There's the sort of the blokes who will sit around a bar in London. They're not really posh, but they sort of, they're in finance and they sort of wear rugby jumpers with the, you know, with the collars popped and they sort of sit around going, oh, yes, yes, come here, come here. Oh, yeah, 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 my old boy, come here. And they sort of talk in this sort of, you know, they're they're sort of posh, but without any of the charm. Sort of the women are running around going, oh, Gerald, come here. Yes, yes, do come here. I must show you this. Um, Why is everyone coming here? I don't know. It's just the, it's my image of it. It's good, you know? though. It's good. And then uh, there's the sort of the old posh boys who sort of, oh, yes, they're just so smooth. You know, everything's, you know, super charming. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, old boy. Oh, yeah. Should we have a scotch? <laughs> the sun's over the yard arm. Oh, yeah. You know, they've got all that sort of charm and swagger. Yeah, and like the sort of an unbridled confidence. The new M, yeah. particularly. Yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. like. Whereas, um, you know, what's his name? Q. He's sort of that posh, but without any of that charm. Okay. You know, he's that real, like, modern posh. Uh, he doesn't talk like this, you know. He, sort of, oh, yes, Bond. It's very, you know, it's got all of the syllables and all of the, the sound, but it just doesn't have that, like, sort of... Elongated. It doesn't have that sort of running... F- it's like the real posh accent, the old style posh accent, like running water, you know. Oh, I like that image. It's all sort of, it's like churn butter, you know, swimming. Which one do you prefer? I, I like that old boy posh. Do you think that uh, the Q generation, yeah. you know, the modern Q, when he's the older generation, do you think he will elongate his vowels and, and no. turn it into the old boy English? The Jules oh, no. No, I think that's, uh, that's a sort of an Eden thing. Boris Johnson does it a little bit. That's very Eden. It's very specifically cultural in a certain minor, minor, minor part of the population. Not many people enjoy this kind of sound in the UK, actually. If you, if you sound a little bit like this, you might get punched in the teeth. Yeah, yeah. I heard everyone these days is trying to drop the posh accent over there. Yeah, mate. Gotta fucking do that. Oh, I've gone too far. I've gone Aussie. Yeah, you've gone Aussie. Because what were you trying to do? You were just trying to drop in a bit of... um. Uh, Cockney. I was actually you know, saying that yours is like you know, all the way down there. If you want to talk like uh, Michael Cade, you don't just do the elongated Cockney accent. You've got to kind of like speak out of your nose like that, you know. Michael Cade, he speaks very slowly. And when he's talking, he talks out of his nose like that, doesn't he? It, it's, it's good. It's good, yours. It's not like Rob Brydon, Steve Coogan kind of imitation level but it's up there it's very good i think it's like 
if he had a son, that's what he would sound like. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be Michael Caine's son. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who replaces the fat lady after Sirius Black attacks her? We, I went with that really weird name, Nicholas. Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. Wait, let me do this in um, an Aussie accent. Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. That is shocking. Nicholas de Mimsy Porpington. So we had this really comical guy in the first place that we lived in, which was like a shared accommodation. And every night he would get completely plastered and he would come in and he said, Oh, all right there, Charlie. What you having for dinner, mate? <laughs> when I used to work in a pub, I used to work in a pub, like a local pub in this area. When I was growing up, this area was a working class sort of, it was on the tail end of being a very rough working class area. Now it's super posh, super expensive. But when I was a kid, um, I was on the tail end of that real working class thing. And uh, when I was about 18, 19, I was working in pubs in Balmain and some of those old working class boys were still around. I'd be there. At Did the- they sound like that? What's that? What I just said. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the night, you know, I'd say last drinks, last drinks, and they'd sort of sit at the bar all night just having beer after beer after beer and getting progressively less and less coherent. I'd say last drinks, guys, so I'd serve last drinks. Anyway, I'd pack up the tills and everything, um, pokies, put everything away, get the tills, and as I'm walking out, there was this bloke, I won't say his name, but he would always come up to me and go, oh, come on, Benny, give us another one, mate. And I'd go, i go, come on so-and-so let's just call him grant i go come on grant because his name's grant his name's grant (laughs) (laughs) okay come on grant you can't um you know i told you i told you that we were doing last drinks i've given it to you and he goes oh come on benny fucking come on mate and i go no grant sorry i go next time and he go oh fine and then he'd walk out and i go he'd sort of get pissed off and he'd walk out and i'd go night grant get home safe and he'd turn around and go you can go and get fucked (laughs) And he'd be go, oh, I've been coming here for 40 fucking years. Wow. And he still doesn't know when last orders are. No. Yeah, I, I know. That's almost like, so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's proving himself wrong. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> You've been coming here for 40 years. You still haven't got your timings, right? <laughs> they say you live and you learn, but you don't, <laughs> That's <Grant>. great. <laughs> okay. It was Sir Cadigan. I don't remember his name. I remember who he was, and I remember he used to talk a lot. But yeah. What Hogwarts house is Garrick Ollivander in? All right. You know what? If we get it wrong, that's us over for this part. I don't know how many questions we've done, but we're not allowed any more lives. Okay. 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 All right. So that's this part done when we get it wrong. So this really counts. What Hogwarts house is Garrick Ollivander in? Ollivander is in Ollivander's wands. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say Huff Ravenclaw. Huff Ravenclaw. I'm going to say Huff Raven Griffin. Did you change that because you were afraid of saying the r- last syllable of that? Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hufflepuff. 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 Which one? Ravenclaw or Hufflepuff? I'll go. Slytherin or Gryffindor? I will go with. You know what? I'll go with Hufflepuff. <laughs> <laughs> That gets me every time. Okay. Wait, this is it. Are we sure? Why? Can you tell me why? I just like saying Hufflepuff. So he knew his dad. Oh, no, he liked his mum more, didn't he? Who's that? Sorry, I'm talking about when he met Harry Potter. So he talked very highly of his mother more, didn't he? Does that mean that he liked Ravenclaw more? 
Because she was a Ravenclaw, wasn't she? And he was a Gryffindor. You know what? I don't know. I think. I thought Lily was, I just assumed Lily was a Gryffindor. Lily Potter's house. Let's see here. Oh, no, she was Gryffindor. I'm wrong. Gryffindor. Let's go Hufflepuff because it's fun to say. Hey, just say it one more time. Hufflepuff. (laughs) (laughs) Hufflepuff. Okay. We're at Hufflepuff. Oh, Ravenclaw, we're out. Damn. So we cheated, but we got 18 out of 25. So you scored better than 41% of all other quiz takers, despite the fact that we cheated. Okay. Game over. There we go. We will leave it there for part one of today's episode. Thank you very much for listening up to this point. If you did want to listen to part two and part three of this conversation, then you can head over to the BritishEnglishPodcast.com and check out the premium podcast or academy memberships. The premium podcast gives you access to the full conversation along with extended glossaries, transcripts and flashcards. Whereas the Academy gives you all of that plus exclusive videos and audios for the season-based episodes, explaining the vocabulary, exampling them, giving you quizzes, writing assignments and weekly speaking classes on Zoom. But if you were just here for part one of this conversation, then I thank you very much for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed the show. Do grab that free worksheet by clicking the link in the show notes. My name's Charlie and I will see you next week on the British English Podcast.